Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is Don Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat. It's off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. How is everybody doing? I'm excited to be here. This is the Friday Night Lights High School Football Preview Review Show, Playoff Edition. We've got semifinal matchups in the state of Alabama. We have got second-round matchups in the state of Georgia. I'm so excited about the show because not only am I going to have my broadcast partner and co-host, Corey Bank, on, I'm also going to have Tyler Crowder, host of a podcast called Kicking It With Crowder, as he's going to talk a little Northside Patriots football. He is a proud alumnus of the Northside Patriots. I'm going to get him on the show as we preview this upcoming high school matchup in the second round of the 5A GHSAA playoffs between the Warner Robins Demons and the Northside Patriots. I'm so excited because... Corey and I have the privilege to call this game. Once again, we're filling in for Carlos Williams and Jonathan Rivers on 95.7 ESPN Radio. And it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to this game. Just want to remind all my listeners that you are listening to us on WQEE 99.1 FM The Key out of Newton, Georgia. Brought to you by Ivy Park Sports Bar Grill, Christie's Cafe, The Man in the Mirror Podcast, and Local Grounds Coffee Company. This is going to be a jam-packed show. We're going to recap the Glenwood-Lee Scott Academy game that happened last night. We are going to preview the upcoming playoff games in Alabama and Georgia. You don't want to go anywhere. Let's go ahead and get this show started. Starting with last night, as Lee Scott Academy, our AISA 3A champions for the state of Alabama, Last night, they defeated Glenwood 35-21, to and just a great effort by both schools. These are big-time rivals in the same region, and although I was pulling for Glenwood, I have ties with Glenwood. I called several games alongside Corey Bank this season, and I was really pulling for the Glenwood Gators. But when I watched that game from start to finish, One thing I noticed, when they won the toss and they deferred to the second half, they let Lee Scott Academy get the football first. Well, Lee Scott Academy proved why they were the most dominant team all season long and why I've had them number one in my rankings on most of my weekly top tens. Lee Scott Academy was able to punch it in the end zone after three plays. Then their defense stepped up. They forced Glenwood to punt after going three and out. They get the ball back and score again and before you can even get in your seat at the Cramden Bowl, East Scott Academy is leading 14-0. They take a 21-0 lead, and then you just put Glenwood out of their comfort zone. You made quarterback Dallas Crow one-dimensional, and that is a problem for a dual-threat quarterback that wants to feed the ball to JT Banks, wants to get the ball out to the Burton brothers in space, 
and Glidwood was not able to do that. Now, they did recover an onside kick, made things a little bit interesting toward the end of the game. The Lee Scott Academy is your champions for the first time since 1994. A perfect season, 13-0, and every team they face this year, they completely dominated that opponent. Glenwood was the only team that they played close. This was a two-score game. Glenwood lost 35-14 in the regular season, and they lose this one 35-21. So congratulations to head coach Buster Daniel. Congratulations to the Lee Scott Academy Warriors. And congratulations to the broadcast team. That's quite an accomplishment when you're calling a high school in the state championship. I hope to do that one day. That's a goal of mine, is to call a specific high school team in the state championship because it is just exciting the end of the broadcast when you can declare that that team has won the state championship okay so we have a lot of high schools to cover here on this playoff edition of the sports beat i'm going to start with alabama because we have a big rivalry game between the central red devils and the auburn tigers once again they are meeting in the semifinals. And the winner will play in the state championship at Jordan-Hare Stadium on November the 30th in Auburn, Alabama. Auburn would so like to get there, but the Central Red Devils want to include their dominance over Auburn in the last couple of years. Central has a very talented team, led by quarterback Jalen Epps. They have got a great four-star wide receiver, Carmelo English, who decommitted, so he's still up for grabs somewhere central looks to be unstoppable i look at this lineup 10 and 2 on the season 7 and 1 in the region play they defeated the auburn tigers in the regular season on october the 14th 38 to 17 after beating mary montgomery in the first round 58 to 7 they had no problem with enterprise in the second round of the playoffs 45 to 14 and now they're taking on the 11-1 Auburn Tigers. After getting a win over Fairhope and Dothan, the Auburn Tigers in the semifinals of the playoffs, the winner will take on the winner of Hoover and Thompson. Thompson is the three-time defending state champions for the state of Alabama. This is a big one at Garrett Harrison Stadium. A lot of fan bases, as I've spoken highly of the Auburn Tigers and the Central Red Devils all season long. Auburn has got that stout defense that played very well against some of the top teams in the state of Alabama, led by their quarterback, Clyde Pittman. And Central just has Jalen Epps and a lot of weapons, including T.J. Parker and A.J. Harris on defense. So it should be a lot of fun. Looking forward to that game. We are going to stay over in Alabama because we have an incredible 5A matchup between the Hanley Tigers taking on the undefeated Montgomery Catholic. This is a quarterfinal matchup game for the Hanley Tigers, which the winner of this game will take on the winner of Aniston and Andalzia. On the other side of the bracket, we got Wananta taking on Deschler and Cherokee County taking on Randolph School. All right, the Realtown Rebels have a big matchup tonight against Comer 
Realtown comes into this game 10-1 on the season. Comer is 10-2. And, and the winner of this game will reach the semifinals to take on the winner of Highland Home and Clark County. On the other side of the bracket, you have Tuscaloosa Academy taking on Fife and Pisgah taking on Aliceville. We did not have any local teams to the Chattahoochee Valley in the 6A playoffs remaining or in the 3A playoffs. So Realtown for the 2A, good luck to the Realtown Rebels. Congratulations to Springwood School for reaching the state championship for eight-man football in the AISA. However, Springwood fell in the championship at the Cramden Bowl to Evangel Christian 38-28. to Now let's go over to Georgia because, like I mentioned, tonight Northside is taking on Warner Robins at Kennett Stadium. Another game local here in Columbus is the St. Ampicelli Vikings. They are in action at Dimel Field tonight against. Now, the winner of this game will go on to take on the winner of Brookstone and First Presbyterian Day. There is a chance. I don't want to get too ahead of myself. There is a chance that we could see a second-round matchup in the GIAA playoffs between St. Ampicelli and Brookstone. How epic would that be? And would they have to be passing that Bruccelli jug once more? Probably not, because it's a playoff game. All right, let's go to the Carver Tigers. They are on the road tonight in Harlem, Georgia, taking on Harlem. Carver comes into this contest 8-2 overall after defeating Upson Lee 39-0 last Saturday at Otis Spencer Stadium. The Harlem Bulldogs... 10-1 overall taking on the Carver Tigers, who are 5-0 in the region. They get to host this game, and they have a plethora of outstanding players, including the talented running back Williams, who averages 121 yards a carry. But the Carver Tigers have their own running back, one of the top running backs in the Chattahoochee Valley, Jamari Riley. They've got to get that pass game going with Navelle Dean and use their speed on the outside, but head coach Pierre Coffey is going to have his Carver Tigers fighting like they did last season when they made that run to the state championship. However, they did lose to Benedictine in the final. Over in single A Division II, you got Schley County taking on Washington Wilkes. Schley County coming in to this contest 9-2 overall, taking on a Washington Wilkes team that is 8-3. Looking at some of the other round two matchups, Manchester is taking on Bowden tonight. So Schley County and Manchester, the two schools in single A Division II for the GHSAA. Now let's go up the road on I-185 and let's talk about the Callaway Cavaliers because they got a big game tonight at Callaway Stadium against Fanning County. We all know about the history of the Callaway Cavaliers and what they have done in the playoffs before. The resume is impeccable. 11 straight second round appearances for the Callaway Cavaliers. They have a talented running back, Quay Whitfield. They have a veteran quarterback in Deshaun Coleman. And I love what head coach Pete Wiggins has done 
with this Callaway Cavaliers football team that went to the Final Four last year, and they won the state championship in 2020. It's hard to believe this team started 0-3, but they were undefeated in their region, getting big wins over Columbia, getting big wins over Eagles Landing Christian Academy, and they have a lot of momentum going into this game against Fanning County at home tonight. After beating Washington last week, 42-20, they're taking on Fanning County tonight, who comes in at 7-4. So looking at the round two matchups, you have North Cobb taking on Rockbart. You have Putnam County taking on the defending champion, Fitzgerald. Eagles Landing Christian Academy, who's in Callaway's region, still alive as they're taking on Fellowship Christian. Pierce County, the home of Stetson Bennett, taking on Berrien, who upset the Spencer Green Wave last weekend at Otis Spencer Stadium. And then you have Northeast, out of Spencer's region, still alive, taking on Appling County. Fanning County taking on Callaway, of course. You got Cook taking on Thompson. And then Union County taking on South Atlanta. South Atlanta is one of the top teams that could make it all the way to the state championship. But the winner of Fanning County and Callaway is going to take on the winner of Northeast and Appling County. And Callaway won the coin toss. So they would be hosting a quarterfinal matchup next week at Callaway Stadium. Now let's go over to Troop County and the 4A playoffs where it is one of the toughest divisions to play football. The Troop County Tigers football team has been incredible all year. A 10-1 record, 6-1 in 4A Region 4. After defeating New Hampstead 36-29, now this was a tight game. I mean, the number four seed in New Hampstead gave the Troop County Tigers all they could handle. The Troop County Tigers, on Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. at Callaway Stadium, is taking on the Syrup Makers of Cairo, who come into this contest 8-3 overall. Now, they are the number two seed. They were second in the region behind Bainbridge. So, Troop County looking at a possibility to advance as they did win their region title for the first time since 1987. They're led by talented quarterback Teo Todd, and head coach Tanner Glisson has got the Troop County Tigers playing on another level. Looking at some of the other round two matchups, Stevenson is taking on Cedartown. You have Burke County taking on Bainbridge. Lovelet taking on North Oconee. Wayne County taking on Perry. You have Spalding taking on the defending state champions, Benedictine. Walnut Grove is taking on Stockbridge. And then Cairo taking on Troop County. And the winner of that game will take on the winner of Central and Holy Innocence Episcopal. If Holy Innocence Episcopal wins, Troop County is going on the road next week if they can win. But if Central wins, Troop County will be hosting yet another playoff game at Callaway Stadium. I want to give a big shout out to the Northgate Vikings, who, you know, five and six overall, but they were three and one in the region. They're still alive. After getting an upset win last week against Arabia Mountain. Well, not really an upset win. They both had the same record. They have a huge task tonight, taking on the 10-1 Dutchtown Bulldogs. This is going to be a huge matchup for the Northgate Vikings that are looking to move on in the playoffs. Still alive in the playoffs. Remember when Northgate was playing Northside at Kinnett Stadium and 
they played them close. Northgate lost the game 33-27. to But this team does have some fight in them. And I am very impressed with what they have done so far on the high school football season. Now let's go over to 7A because East Coweta lost last week to Camden County 44-33. to So their season is over. But if you look at round two matchups in 7A, you got Lambert taking on North Gwinnett. Harrison is taking on Colquitt County. Walton is taking on the defending 6A champions, Buford. Marietta is taking on Carrollton. You have Westlake taking on Parkview. Parkview pulled off a huge upset as a number four seed last week when they defeated North Paulding. 34 to 28. They are taking on Westlake tonight. Hill Creek is taking on North Cobb, and this game is the GPB high school game of the week as Matt Stewart is going to have the call on the Georgia Public Broadcasting Network. Camden County is taking on Grayson, and then Norcross is taking on Milton. A lot of great matchups in 7A as we are winding down the state high school playoffs. Oh, it should be a lot of fun. Now let's move on to 6A. Langston Hughes is the one team that I think that could win it all. They come into this North Foresight contest with an 11-0 record. North Foresight is 8-3. Some of the other matchups in round two. Alatuna is taking on Roswell. St. Puisex Catholic taking on Thomas County Central. Look out for Thomas County Central. That's another team to watch out for in 6A. South Paulding is taking on Gainesville. You got North Atlanta taking on Houston County. Another one of those four seeds that advanced. Pretty impressive. Lee County, who actually started the year and beat Warner Robins. They're taking on Woodward Academy. You got North Forsyth taking on Langston Hughes. Northside is taking on Maris. That's Northside of Warner Robins, another one of those teams that Warner Robins faces in their big rivalry. And then Alpharetta is taking on Rome. So before I get my broadcast partner and co-host Corey Bank on the show, along with special guest Tyler Crowder from a podcast called Kicking It With Crowder, I just want to come on and say, as I continue to do these high school football shows, I'm going to start implementing high school basketball. What you're going to get as these teams start dwindling down and we wrap up these state championships, especially for Alabama, because the state championships are going to be practically right after Thanksgiving, I'll go ahead and implement some high school basketball in here. As we do want to highlight several key high school basketball teams that are going to be in action on the boys' side and the girls' side, you have Smith Station that's taking on Russell County tonight. Shaw is taking on Callaway over the weekend, and you're going to have some Thanksgiving tournaments. So it's going to be a great time, and I'm going to make sure to cover all the high school basketball here in the Chattahoochee Valley. So you don't want to miss it. Next week, I'm going to start implementing high school basketball into the show. There were a lot of sports that I did not have an opportunity to cover. I mean, you had the Titans beating the Packers last night. You had the college football preview uh, we have Georgia taking on Kentucky. I mean, you have some things that are going on in the world of sports. But as we wind things down, I just want to remind all my listeners that we are not going to be live at Ivy next week. We will be back in two weeks as they are going to take a break 
for the Thanksgiving holiday. But we do have World Cup on Monday, so that is going to be a lot of fun. But before I get my guests on and I get Corey on, I just want to say a big shout-out to the St. Ampicelli Vikings flag football team. They're in the state championship game. They're going to play on Saturday. And uh, I just appreciate what the flag football teams are doing. I know that it's something new, and not a lot of the schools have flag football just yet. Uh, Smith Station Lady Panthers went all the way to the state title last year. And you have the Northside uh, Lady Patriots that are also the playoffs as well. Just a lot of great flag football action that you can watch on the GPB Facebook Live. And it's really fun and exciting and just want to give them more of a shout out as uh, I try to get more scores in and as I include them in uh, the broadcast as well. All right, with that being said, I think it's time to bring on my broadcast partner and co-host Corey Bank with special guest Tyler Crowder from a podcast called Kicking It With Crowder. You don't want to go anywhere. We will be right back with Corey and Tyler. We are back on the show, and I've got my broadcast partner and co-host Corey Bank. Corey, we got a big game tonight that we are calling on 95.7 ESPN Radio, the Demons from Warner Robins. The two-time state defending champions taking on the Northside Patriots. This is the biggest playoff game in school history for the Northside Patriots. I am super excited that we're going to get to call this game tonight. Truly ecstatic, Richard. It's going to be an incredible opportunity to call this playoff game. Northside 10-1 on the season after beating Tucker 33-27 last week is taking on a Warner Robins team. They're a little down this year after winning the state title two years in a row. With a 7-4 and four record, they went on a four-game losing streak, but they did lose to a lot of talented teams to include Dutchtown. But Warner Robins is the underdog in this game. It's going to be at Kinnett Stadium. You're going to have the home crowd in Northside's favor, and you're going to get a dose of Malachi Hosley. He is going to be... One of those players that Northside, Caden Clay is going to give him the ball at least 20 to 25 times. He averages about 187 yards a game with 25 touchdowns on the regular season. I expect, Corey, we're going to call his name a lot tonight. What can I say, Richard, about Malachi Hosley? He's the hard-nosed downhill runner that will give you the sure yardage in between the tackles, and he will smack linebackers in the mouth as a blocker. He's got excellent vision going up between the holes and has dynamic speed. Once he gets into the second level, he's got the shake moves to be an elite back for this north side Patriot team. The leading rusher, like you said, and a key contributor into this game. He has 207 all-purpose yards. That's between the pass game. That is between the rushing game. Man, is he going to be a guy we're going to be calling all night long? Corey, we have a special guest on the show. He is a host of a podcast called Kicking It With Crowder, former Northside alumnus, former player, Tyler Crowder. Welcome to the show. What's going on, Richard? How you guys doing today, man? Tyler, are you excited about this game as much as we are? Oh, yeah, man. I, I am pumped. I've been kind of watching a little bit of film uh, last uh, last couple days, getting ready for it, watching a little bit of Warner Robins and Vic Burley. You know, they're 
number two player in the state uh, based on 24-7 composite. And, you know, Northside's got a good little squad. You're talking about Holsley, the, the, uh, the running back. I mean, he had a great week last week. I think he had, like, over 200 yards. I think y'all heard y'all talking about it, 200 all-purpose yards last week. And uh, he goes both ways, I believe. And, you know, he's one of their best players. And he's going to have to step up big tonight. And I really think, you know, Northside needs to control uh, the clock. You know, time of possession is going to be huge tonight. Uh, get those those big linemen for uh, Warner Robins. Keep them on the field. Uh, wear them down a little bit. And then definitely try to keep this uh, game close going into the half. And then, you know, in the second half, high school football, anything can happen. Houston Rockets former head coach Rudy Tomjanovich once said, and I remember because I was a big Orlando Magic fan, when the Rockets swept the Magic in the 1995 NBA Finals, he came out and said, never underestimate the heart of a champion. Northside is going up against the two-time state champion Warner Robins. Even though they had a 7-4 and four record, they're playing on the road. You never want to underestimate the Demons because, like you said, Tyler, they have a talented one of the top players in the state, but they have that part, and they've been here before as the two-time state champions, even though Northside is the favorites at Kennett Stadium. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Warner Robins played in a very tough region. Uh, they played a tough Dutchtown team this year, uh, Jones County. Uh, they they uh, they had a tough game against Jones County. They, they beat Jones County, who beat Dutchtown. So, I mean, they had a really tough region this year. And uh, Northside's region wasn't as strong. So, yes, I would throw the records out the window tonight, honestly. Yes, Northside's 10-1. and one. Warner Robins is 7-4. and four. But, yes, two-time defending state champs going into the game. I don't think Northside has to think too much about that. I think they just really need to go out there. They're a well-coached team. They did not have very many penalties last week versus uh, a talented Tucker team. And Tucker is a has been a, a football program in the last 20 years, is rich in history. Northside did good jumping out up on them early. Uh, probably needed a, a little bit better of a second half, but it's okay. I can put that out the window tonight, first half against Warner Robins. It's going to be huge. I'm just really, really excited. A lot of former teammates, a lot of former players talking about the game around town. and uh, It's just nice to um, nice to have that with Northside. Northside traditionally has not had a, a football powerhouse program. And, and, man, winning the first region championship in school history this year, just really happy for those kids and coaches. I mean, absolutely. Guys that they're going to have to look out for, this this Deacon team's got to look out for in that regard. Now, a guy who stepped up for this Northside Patriot team this year is outside linebacker Eric Cowling Jr., number five. He is the leading tackle on the team. He has 77 tackles on the year. He's an excellent athlete, a very good run stuffer between the tackles, and he can shuffle sideline to sideline. Very good football IQ, and he can play pass coverage very well. An elite linebacker, as you will, for this north side team. But we have to talk about a guy also on that side of the ball. Defensive end, Ashlash, backer, Dejuan Deloach. Man, he is the leading sack leader for this Patriot team. He fires off the ball really fast. Very strong in clogging up the holes for the ball carriers. An absolute great athlete line up in the, in the wide nine technique. A dynamic player for this north side team in the trenches. Yeah, I like I like the loach and uh and and the other guy you were talking about, number five. I watched some tape on them. All three of the linebackers for Northside were honored uh this week with the all region honors. And and um 
And the uh, first guy you mentioned was he's actually the defensive player of the year uh, in the region. So, yes, that comes comes into account. All three linebackers are first team all region. I mean, that is just – that's a great – I mean, that's you don't find that on many high school football teams where the entire linebacking core is is all region. So, um, just really excited for, for, for this game. Uh, defensively, they also have – in the secondary, they have two – uh, all region members. So, I mean, this defense is just loaded with all region guys. I know Warner Robbins has some all region guys as well. So, just really excited for this game. And, like you said, uh, they're going to have to set the tone. One of those guys is going to have to make a big play early uh, interception, fumble recovery, special team play, something like that. Something's going to have to pump this, get these, get the crowd going. It's going to be cold tonight. And when it's cold like this, you know, some good football's uh, just right around the corner. It's true. And on the Warner Robins team, in order for them to really secure the holes and keep everything open and be able to actually throw the ball efficiently and for Hosley to have a great game rushing the ball, there's a guy by the name of Ron Jaden Adair. My goodness, yeah. number two, a ball-hawking safety. One of the best in the region as they come. He's the leading tackler on this Demons team. But also, you got you can't forget about Dominic Faircloth. Also, outstanding, two outstanding players, both at the second level of the defense. And then another guy they're going to have to account for so that Hosley has a great year, continuing the way he has over 2,000 yards. But the guy that they're going to have to really block is Akronian Hammock. He is the leading sack guy for the Warner Robins team. And in the trenches, they're very stout. Those are going to be key players that they're going to have to go after in terms of opening up the holes and letting their quarterback, Caden Clay, survey the field. Yeah, and I'm really excited to see what Clay does against this Warner Robins defense. You know, um, they Northside's not scared to throw the ball. This isn't their wing tee that we ran 15 years ago where we're running the ball 30, 40 times a game. Northside's not scared to throw the ball. I think play action is going to be huge. Like I said, those long drives, sustain those long drives against this Warner Robins defense. Like I said, seven and four, they're not really a seven and four team. I mean, they're better, they're a better football team than that. And just because you lost three or four games doesn't mean you can't go all the way. So, Warner Robins uh, versus Northside Columbus. I'm just really excited uh, for this matchup. You know, there's also Northside Warner Robins. And so it's kind of a confusing, it's kind of a confusing matchup. A lot of people are like, Northside Columbus is it Northside Warner Robins. It's Northside Columbus versus Warner Robins tonight at Kennett Stadium. And uh, this is the biggest football game. Uh, for Northside since 2005, played Peach County in the second round, lost to the eventual state champs. I uh, think this is the farthest they've gone since. They've won the region title, so they the best football team in school history, and I'm really excited for those guys to just go out there, lay it all on the line tonight. For a lot of these kids, this could be the last time they ever strap up with their teammates. So you've got to remember that going into the game, there's going to be a lot of emotion going on, and just jump on them early, hit them in the mouth, and see how they react, and I'm just really excited for this game tonight. It really is true. There is no tomorrow for these guys. Yeah, this is it. This is it. You get one opportunity. You get one chance. And, and, and you know, a lot of these guys, you know, Deloach is, is committed to, to Jacksonville State. You know, Holsey will play in college somewhere. A lot of these guys will play. But some of these guys, this could be the last football game they ever play. So I just want them to go out there and, and just play fearless like, you're, like, you're, uh, like your hat's on fire and just stick to your assignments. You cannot miss your keys tonight. Stick to your, your coaching. The coaching of the North Side this year has been really good. Like I said, they're well coached. Hardly any penalties last week. Stay disciplined. 
and you know it's gonna be a fight in the third quarter late in the fourth quarter it's gonna be a fight and you know I'm just really excited for another team besides Carver or Central from around this area to really step up and uh, and have a you know a real big moment in the uh, playoffs sweet 16 will they go to the first elite eight in school history we'll find out tonight Tyler, what if uh, Warner Robins' defense decides to put seven in the box and they stop Malachi Hosley? Where is the offense going to come from? Does Caden Clay need to step up and make a play? I mean, looking at the stat sheet, he is pretty much the, the second leading rusher on the team behind Hosley. Yeah. yeah, he had 96 yards rushing last week, four touchdowns. I mean, uh, four touchdowns in a high school game, that's just – I don't care who you are. That's really, really good. And he's only a sophomore, so I think his best days are ahead of him. But, yes, I think play action, you know, if they are putting seven, eight in the box tonight to stop Holsley, I think play action is going to be a big key. Also, those little uh, kind of – he was when he was getting the ball last week, he wasn't even really uh, doing the read option. He was just kind of taking it and getting behind that, the lead blocker. So, I expect some lead tonight with him, uh, you know, with some blockers blocking in front of him and, you know, maybe some read option possibly, you know, uh, containing 86 and um, Burley. You know, maybe they do some read option off of him and see if they can stop him out there in that in that wide nine technique. But yes, I'm really excited to see you know this offensive line matchup versus Warner Robins defensive line. I think that's really the key to the game for me. And then, like I said, Hosley, um, the guy I've been watching some film on him, and I, I saw that he was the region player of the year. I really like his toughness. Uh, you know, also he plays both ways, so. Uh, he just shows you he's in great shape, and he's going to go out there and try to make as many plays for his Northside Patriot football team as he can. And, yes, Caden Clay, I think he's a, a a very big key to this game. But Deloach, I think Deloach and Calling, the 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 line, the line two linebackers, like you said earlier, I think those guys are the key to the game. One of those two make a big play, a pick six, a, a scoop and score, you know, give someone a snot bubble on the opening kickoff, I think something like that, get this team going. And, you know, anything can happen. I mean, anything can happen in high school football. Don't be scared uh, of the two-time defending state champions. That's not even this year. That's 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 a different football team. So this is a new year, a new team, and, you know, just someone's got to step up who you're least expecting, who we have not talked about tonight uh, on this show. Someone's going to have to step up who we haven't talked about and uh, just look for that to be somebody who we, haven't, who we haven't talked about. One guy who's got to step up, to Richard's question about what happens when they put seven guys in the box, a guy who will step up and needs to, if that happens, is Ashton Wilson, number two. He gray athlete. You can line him up in the slot, bring him around for motion jet sweeps. And once he finds the crease in the defense, capability, a home run ball written all over him, great on the slant routes, great on the out routes. So that's going to be a check down option and a dynamic player in case they put 78 guys in the box and they're stopping Hosley, that name, Ashton Wilson, you will be seeing in tonight's game, will be a security blanket for quarterback Caden Clay. Tyler, we look forward to seeing you at Kinnett Stadium tonight. I will definitely come check you guys out and uh, oh, yeah, talk yeah. to you guys a little bit before the game, for sure. For sure, oh, man. Of course. I mean, thanks for having me on the show, man. Like, I don't know if you can tell in my voice, but I'm just really, really pumped. Uh, and Northside didn't start their program. You know, this is the, this is about a 20-year program. Our first football year, it was 2002 and 2003. And then the first varsity year was 2004. They made the playoffs in 2005. And then, you know, like I said, so this is a this is a long time coming. You know, uh, the bricks were laid 20 years ago. And 
now it's just all coming full circle and it's just awesome man thank you so much for having me on the show richard thank you absolutely tyler and uh my family are shaw raiders so don't hold that against me my daughters are probably going to go to shaw high school hey the shaw hey i will say shaw high school back in when i played who them boys were something serious I, shaw shaw was uh shaw was a very very good football program back in the day they they still have a chance to get back there but man they were really good all right tyler i i gotta ask you who wins tonight between central and auburn Central Red Devils. I'm calling it too a rematch. Central and Thompson in the state championship at Jordan Hare Stadium, November the 30th. Weird, it's on a Wednesday night, but hey, we'll make the trip. Tyler, as always, I mean, you've always been a a wonderful guest here on the show. Uh, come back anytime, and we can uh, uh, talk Northside football or whatever you want to talk about on the show. All right, Richard, thank you, man. All right, that was Tyler Crowder, host of a podcast called Kicking It With Crowder, a proud Northside alumnus. Going to be at the game tonight between Warner Robins and Northside of Columbus, not to confuse the people that went to Northside Warner Robins. I've already had some friends that reached out to me. He's like, I can't believe you're calling Northside and, and uh, Warner Robins. No, it was a lot of fun. Tyler uh, was a great guest. He's been on the show before. Uh, Corey, uh, let's go ahead and switch gears. Because last night, Glenwood fell to Lee Scott Academy 35-21. to 21. And what I've been talking about, like I talked about on this show, Glenwood got down early, took Dallas Crow out of his rhythm, made him one-dimensional, and Glenwood just not, did not have the horses to keep up with the Lee Scott Academy Warriors, and they fell in the state championship last night. I'm telling you, Richard, it came down to the trenches. Because we found out that Dallas Crow, like you said, was one-dimensional. His RPOs were not really running to the perfection of how he is. Uh, he wasn't really able to see over the line so well. He was trying to get out to the tackle box to make the throws. Having a tough time all day. JT Banks did not have as good of a day rushing as we would have liked. Typically a dominant rusher. I mean, this Lee Scott Academy team, we knew coming in they were going to be a tough test in this state championship game but the thing is in that regard you need Camden White to step up and be a ball hawk in the secondary he had not not his best performance and 35 points that would mean that in guys like Samaje Williams did not get a lot of penetration up front for to get in the backfield against Lee Scott I mean those are parts of the game that when you have dynamic players at those different levels in your defense that regard not stepping up. And then on the offensive side of the ball, when you're a run-first team, RPO, whether it's the Dallas Crow running with the football or J.T. Banks, when you rely on a great run game first to open up the pass to get it to Burton and the likes of the other receivers, that's where it really comes into play that a team that is stout all the way around like this Lee Scott Academy team was, that's what happened, Richard. I absolutely agree, Corey. I think that, you know, on that night, on a cold night at the Cranman Bowl in Montgomery, Alabama, Lee Scott Academy was just a better team. And I look at what they have done. I mean, they are a great team. Head coach Buster Daniel has got an amazing program. It starts with their quarterback, Ryan Deering. Right off the bat, Corey, I mean, I watched this game from start to finish. I know there was a little bit of a delay in the video. But Glenwood won the toss. They deferred to the second half. Lee Scott Academy got the ball first. In three plays, Ryan Deering marched them down to the field 
they're already up 7-0. Their defense was stout. They got Glenwood on a 3-and-out. Glenwood had a punt. Lee Scott Academy goes up 14-0. So everything was going right for the Warriors in that first half, and it took Glenwood out of their rhythm. And I was surprised that Glenwood was able to hang with Lee Scott Academy, and they were only down two scores. Toward the end of the game, they did get an onside kick, and they had a shot to make it interesting, but they had to get a stop, and that's something they could not come up with. Couldn't be well said, Richard, at that point in time. Corey, as always, I appreciate you being a great co-host. Looking forward to seeing you tonight at Kinect Stadium as we will call the high school game of the week for fantastic Friday night footballs on 95.7 ESPN Radio. Warner Robins taking on Northside Columbus. It should be an epic battle between two powerhouses in 5A. Yes, Richard. Yes, it will indeed. Always a pleasure. All right. That was my broadcast partner and co-host, Corey Bank. I want to thank Tyler Crowder for being on. Enjoy the remaining Friday Night Lights high school football playoffs as we are wrapping this season up. Hope everybody has a great rest of your weekend, and we will talk to you Monday. Bye, everybody. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been The Sports Beat, with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.